0: Welcome into the student section season two, episode 22. The 2018 NCAA tournament has come and gone, and our brackets are not in the best of shape. But now it's time for off season podcasting. Matt Murphy alongside Tom Scabelli and Dan DiOrio in studio. And for the second straight episode, we are joined on the phone by James Decker because he is the mastermind behind today's episode couple months ago, sent out a tweet that really got us thinking. But before we get into the topic of today's show, it's been a little while now, boys. And Dan, you've been famous, but now Tommy Smokes over here, really famous. He's going to jump into the college basketball podcasting world once again on this episode. What's been going on besides uh, traveling all around the world, Tom?
1: No, I mean, obviously, student section, still priority. It uh, doesn't matter. Vegas, San Antonio. Got got to see the Final Four up close. I, I tried to tweet. I forgot. The service at the Alamo doom, oh, Dome was so bad. It was atrocious. Couldn't text. I couldn't tweet anything. I tried to get a picture up or two uh, from the student section account. But yeah, it was, it was a, obviously an awesome experience.
0: And Michigan was Alamo doomed at the Alamo Dome. You're, I got, you're left, I kinda got through
1: out. Sister Jean, but, I mean, Villanova was just too good.
0: And, Dan, uh, what, what were your final uh, takeaways from the NCAA tournament real quick?
2: You know, I knew I knew in the national championship game that Nova was, was the heavy favorite, and I didn't even think that game was going to be close. I was hoping that I was going to be wrong, but it turned out Nova just, you know, had it the whole way. So,
1: a uh, second championship for you in your three years of being a fan. <laughs> That's pretty big.
0: <laughs> yeah, three years as a fan, two championships. <laughs> I, I've been on them for all three of these seasons, and I don't even know if i I picked Duke, I think, when we did the bracket preview episode, so I guess that's all Villanova needed. But let's not waste any more time with, with James here. James, your tweet, I believe it was from February 25th. You tweeted that Brad Davison of Wisconsin was, I forget the exact wording, but you said he was making his way into your James Decker, Mount Rushmore of favorite college players. And that got us thinking we needed to do an episode on it. And while Brad Davison, I don't think, has cracked Your Mount Rushmore, and we're actually going to do five players because it is basketball after all, so you get an extra pick. I don't know if he's made it into yours yet, but since you were the mastermind behind this, we've got to start with you while we have you on the phone. Your top five favorite college basketball players of all time. I know that's a really tough question.
3: It definitely is a tough question, and Brad Davidson has not cracked my Mount Rushmore starting five of college basketball players of all time, but if he keeps up for three more years, playing with a shoulder like half popped out and still scoring 30 points against Michigan State, then, yeah, he's, he's definitely going to be in there. But uh, he just got shoulder surgery, so hopefully he doesn't have his shoulder pop in and out like mid-game again. But he made a down Wisconsin year a lot of fun as a fan, so he definitely is on the fast track. But without wasting any more time, my starting point guard on the James' Wait, so you want positions? Floor, I'm going positions. Oh, we didn't. Oh, we're do not that. ready for that. Yeah, we didn't do that. I'm 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 next level. I'm next level. My starting point guard is Rodney Clark from Arkansas slash Butler. Oh boy,
2: <laughs> we're gonna have to go to the archives <laughs> yeah, for really.
3: these guys. I
1: just pulled up Google.
3: All right, Rodney Clark was he started at Arkansas, then finished his career at Butler. And one of the best college basketball environments I ever went to was Butler at Fordham at the Roosevelt Gym at Fordham. Almost upset them, but. Rodney Clark played a great game and actually got to shake his hand after the game. talk to him. He was number 15 for Butler, and I was number 15 in high school at the time. So he was like my favorite Butler player ever. So he's my starting point guard. Have you guys figured out who he is quite yet? We looked. We them. googled
1: him. Yeah. yeah, looks like he has a yep. baby now. Maybe. Oh, no, he that's does. Calvin. I, follow, I
0: still
3: follow him on Instagram. Comper. Yeah, so James,
0: I James, I know you have a weird obsession with looking at former college players' LinkedIn profiles. What's Rodney Clark's LinkedIn look like <laughs> if he has Rodney,
3: one? Rodney plays in Australia right now. He plays in the NBL.
0: Okay, so he doesn't he need started, a, uh, a the, LinkedIn. Yeah.
3: I know he was on the Wollongong Hawks for a little bit. Is that the New Zealand Breakers League? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay, <laughs> I just know he was on the, the Wollongong Hawks for a little while and I'm not sure I still follow him on Instagram I actually have a Twitter DM conversation with him about
1: shoes wow wait you gotta yeah, explain that right. a little more
3: I like I think he like sent out a tweet saying I have like extra pairs of shoes if anyone wants to get them I did not need any more shoes but I wanted the excuse to talk to him so <laughs> that's pretty. <laughs> yeah that's yeah. like borderline so I, sociopathic
1: I sent- behavior though
3: yeah, it definitely is. If Rodney, <laughs> if you end up listening to this because I tag you, I, that was the reason why. I'm sorry that I wasted your time. <laughs> 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 All right, so moving on, moving on to this. It got tough for me. It really did. Because I, I, I went by positions. I didn't know if I should go small or should I have some bruisers down low. But I have another shooter as my starting shooting guard, and he's Brady Heslip from Baylor. Oh,
0: <laughs> good hair. He,
3: Great, great hair. Great shooter. He was a he's from Diehard Toronto Blue Jay fan, which is a, if no, a student section listeners don't know, that's my team. So he's a Canadian shooter. Had like nine threes against Colorado in like a second round NCAA tournament game, and I'm, I'm a big fan of three points the three point shot as you guys know. So I was locked in, and he just solidified himself onto the Matt Rushmore that way. That's a sneaky good pick.
1: I'm pretty sure I picked them to go to the Sweet 16, like. Or, or, I think the final four, like every year he was there. Not maybe because of him, but I just remember always having Baylor in my final four and it never working out.
3: Yeah, they had they, they made that, they beat McDermott's team that year. I, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Brady Heslip was the classic. He comes into the game or he starts the game, whatever, and everyone points at him. That's the shooter. That's Brady <laughs> yeah. Heslip.
3: Yeah, he attempted, he like made like less than, less than 20% of his field goals were. Two. I'm like I'm not 100 percent sure about that, but just Dan.
0: Can you on. confirm as our stats guy? That sounds right, right?
3: Uh, what yeah, we'll just it? say no, no.
0: Right? Just say yes. That's all you need for yep. you. Yep.
3: Cool. Can confirm. All right. Okay. For my small Ford. Actually, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go big. big uh, do a big man now. We mentioned Tom his his rise to stardom over the past couple weeks. In my opinion, was the best part of it was the one shining moment, <laughs> video, and. It brings me to my next player, because the next guy is my only Wisconsin guy in the starting five. Can you guys guess who it is? Frank the Kaminsky, to one shining moment.
1: Oh, Frank Kaminsky? No, too obvious. V- he was in the Vito Brown.
3: Shot. Vito Brown, because he could sing it. Thanks for letting
1: than me many. take a
0: Oh yeah. yeah thanks yeah. for letting me take a guess, James. Appreciate it. I,
3: I, it's all, over the phone and stuff, I couldn't tell if you were even paying attention. <laughs> 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 but yes, Vito Brown. And for more reasons than that, he could just sing. When All right. For two, like, I think it was 20, it was the year they lost to Notre Dame, Wisconsin. He hit a huge three, which put them up by three. And even though they lost that game, I don't already live that. Matt, I think you were there. I and mean, I think you were covering it. Oh, the Notre last... Dame, Wisconsin games, like two years ago? Oh,
0: yeah, in Philly, in Philly. Uh, that was the uh, Demetrius Jackson. He had a big game, I think. It was close.
3: Yes. they are up. Vito He had Brown, a big steal.
0: Shot. They trapped They trapped uh, somebody in the corner. Nigel Notre Dame. Hayes, they yeah, him. Nigel yeah. Hayes.
3: I didn't plan on reliving the entire last <laughs> minute, but I'll do it, yeah. It was Hayes got, got – it was Vito Brown three, then Notre Dame bucket, then Notre Dame steal bucket, and then, I, yeah, that was the end of the game. I think but, that was
0: the last time I wrote, like, a game story on any game that I went to. That's why I remember it. But continue.
3: Yeah, but Vito Brown hit a three that put Wisconsin up by three. And I remember watching that game, screaming like, "I love Vito!" Like I will always love Vito. <laughs> <laughs> so even though they lost that game, I he, he solidified himself there. He's not Rushmore player for me, and he could sing one shining moment beautifully. So that's my. He's like a four or a four three. I, I have a weird lineup. I yeah, don't
0: don't worry about the positions because I think most of us have. I have mostly guards, and we didn't really take positions into account.
3: Okay, but, but my starting center, and he's he would be on no matter what the positions were. He's a former, I think I can't confirm this c- completely, but I know that Jeff New- Co Fordham coach Jeff Newbauer was on staff at West Virginia when Kevin Pitznoggle.
0: Yep, he was. They made the Elite Eight. Yeah,
3: I Kevin Pitts was one of the original like, and my one of my original NCAA tournament heroes. Like and that those West Virginia teams. Him had, and Mike Ganzi. Mike I had a nice cotton t-shirt underneath his jersey. That's the best part that I remember. He's a classic yep. t-shirt under jersey guy. But Pitts Noggle hit big shot after big shot. He was like a stretch five for West Virginia. He could knock down shots. and I just remember them winning, I think, against Wake Forest. Was their, against Chris Paul's Wake Forest team was like their biggest upset. Yeah. So, yeah, Pitts Noggle cracks the list there for me. And then this is the toughest decision I had. It was either between – so I'll put, the, like, I'll put the last guy as my sixth man. If he – if I can – I'm allowed to do that as my sixth man on the yeah. Mount Rushmore. Would yeah, be. of course. It's just all-around spark plug. And I, the reason I don't have him in my starting five, I try not to have two guys from the same schools on the Mount Rushmore, but Roosevelt Jones is my sixth man. Okay. He's, the most re- He's a classic, yeah. He was a classic, like, he was at Butler college forever. player. Yes, he was at Butler forever. He had that game winner against Gonzaga. And that was one of my favorite moments. As a, I have a, a few, you know, guys, know, I have a few random teams that I follow, but there's one of them. And that was one of my favorite moment as a Butler fan when they beat Gonzaga on his floater. He played, like, every position. He could run the point. He could play center if he had to. So he's going to be my sixth man, a great guy to come off the bench. But rounding out the starting five, and this is another one that I wish I'd remembered what he did on LinkedIn because I looked at it recently but I'm sh- I'm not sure if you guys remember him, but Adam Haluska from Iowa.
0: It rings a bell, yeah.
3: He I was a part of the team that lost to Northwestern State as a number three. And, like, I used to, like, when I was young, I used to skip school on the, the third, first Thursday of the tournament if I had perfect attendance beforehand. So I remember skipping school to watch Iowa, and I love that Iowa team with Haluska and, like, Greg, Greg Bruner and Jeff Horner, those guys. I'm not sure if you guys knew, know any of them. But, uh,
1: no, not totally <laughs> up to date with my 2000s Iowa team.
3: <laughs> but, yeah, they lost. Uh, that was my first I'm on the wrong side of a major NCAA tournament upset game. But I remember he was the only guy that, like, remained on the team after that year, and, and Iowa stunk the next year. He was, like, the only, uh, like, scoring threat on the team that year. I'm trying to look up his LinkedIn right now, but my nice. <laughs> <laughs> Wi-Fi is in good shape. I'm see if I can find it really quick.
0: All right, I'll give a little rundown. I know you're a busy guy, so we're going to let you go in a second. But we, you gave six, and I think some. we're going to give five and then some honorable mentions after we let you go here. But it was supposed to be a Mount Rushmore, but for basketball's sake, we changed it to five, and you gave a six, man. So you did a, a great job there. And we're not asking much. We don't ask our listeners to subscribe and all that and, and review the podcast. So at the very least, we want everyone to go to Twitter, at StudentSecPod, and tweet their picks to us with the hashtag Section 5 for your five guys. I figure that's a unique enough hashtag. We were going to do starting five, but too much stuff would come up. So if you want to tweet your picks, James, when you get off the phone, Section 5 is the hashtag to get into our little uh, Twitter universe here and get the names flowing. Hopefully this week some local writers and maybe national writers and just fans of college basketball can tweet out their picks so we can get some more memories going. Did you find the LinkedIn in in that amount of time right now?
3: Yep, I found them. Adam Horska works at is a financial advisor at Wells Fargo Advisors in Salone, Iowa. am <laughs> sorry to the people of Salone if I'm pronouncing it wrong.
0: That is perfect. That I think we have to let you go on that note.
3: Yeah, my old my old tradition was friend when I was really young. I would friend like NCAA tournament heroes on Facebook, and I'm like still friends with like random random guys.
2: Oh, I did the on, same on thing. Facebook. I did. Yeah, I got so. uh, I did, Jeremy Lamb from UConn.
0: I did that with like baseball players. Who was the kid on Stony Brook that was really good in baseball years back with the long blonde hair who, who you got me there what who is so, google stony brook baseball players oh jank no jank jankowski, travis, jankowski? That, travis jankowski travis uh, jankowski yeah. yeah i think he is on the padres so i'm friends with him on facebook
1: yeah <laughs> travis jankowski
0: there we go so that's my that's my story there all right james thanks a lot for uh, inspiring us to do this and, and good stuff with uh your starting five plus a six man pretty good group and we'll see how it matches up against anybody that submits
3: on twitter I can't wait to hear the rest of your guys. All Thanks, right, man.
0: Decker. See you, James. Be good. That was pretty good six from James Decker there. I thought it was a, a good mix. I'm surprised that he didn't have more. How many Wisconsin guys? Just Vito Brown. He said there was yeah. his lone Wisconsin guy. So I thought he'd have at least two Wisconsin guys. Now we. All... I,
1: I was shocked Bronson Koenig wasn't on there.
0: Well, I thought he might go Zach Showalter.
2: There's so many Wisconsin yeah. ways he could have went. You know, when he said one shining moment, I thought he was talking about Frank Kaminsky. But he really, I liked
0: the effort that he put into that because those were all very well thought out. Made us think on a few, and hopefully ours can do the same for people. I said I thought he'd have two Wisconsin guys. I think Tom Scabelli over here is going to have at least two St. John's players. I you know want he me to go up. next? You can go if you want. I think you're going to have two St. John's guys. I don't know about Dan. He's kind of he's a UConn guy. He's kind of a UConn Conn guy. Tom's so. peeking over here.
1: No, I'm just saying you're a UConn guy. I can't see your screen
0: from this angle. Like that's All right. All right. absurd. All right. Dan, we, you go. Now. We can chime in. We don't have to just deliver right.
2: one by one. All right. Well, let, let's let's I'll go first, I guess. Yeah, go. So I'm gonna start with what it comes down to. When I was uh, picking my guys, excuse me, as my mic just fell apart here. It comes down to, to star guards and guys who can score a lot. Also, players that have had national championship success. Call, my, call me a bandwagon all you want, but at the end of the day, I root for players that can get it done. So let's start with Jimmer Ferdette, one of my favorite players ever. I know that, yeah, kind that's of a good co- one. that kind of contradicts me talking about national I mean, that's champions. like the most obvious.
1: I'm, so, I'm surprised Decker didn't have him either.
2: Jimmer Ferdette, by far my favorite player to ever wear a college basketball jersey. I think he, he was absolutely electric. This is a guy who had two D1 scholarship offers. It was between Siena and BYU and he went to BYU, but guess what? He he certainly made a name for himself. Do so. you strike
0: me as a guy that has a Jimmer Fredette BYU jersey you No, know, I was going to
2: get a Shanghai Sharks Jimmer Fredette jersey, but I couldn't find one online. They were sold out. So.
0: Also, the reason Decker didn't have him or Adam Morrison is that those guys are too mainstream for James yeah. Decker. Yeah, okay.
2: Yeah, he had to go with some crazy picks. Right. Moving on, another point guard that I love. You just uh, This is why I thought you were screen peeking here. I Kemba can't see. Walker, UConn. He's a pretty easy one. Led them to a national championship. I just got a signed Kemba Walker ball from Fordham. Tell that basketball story. That was team. interesting. You were the only
0: person in an auction for a Kemba Walker ball, right? That's <laughs> pretty much the whole yeah, story. Yeah, it, it
2: was the minimum bid. I don't think anyone else knew the How auction much did you existed. Bid? It was the st- you don't have to
0: say if you don't feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, it was a couple a lot. dollars a lot. more than the starting bid. So I won that. Just got delivered Over, my under
1: $300. Way under. Way. <laughs> okay, just making sure.
2: Um, so, yeah, it comes down to guards who can score. That's why Jimmer and Kemba are at the top of my list with point guards. But moving on to shooting guards, it's got to be Victor Oladipo. I loved watching him play at Indiana. That was prime Tom Crean years at Indiana. And uh, like you said with Baylor, Tom, Indiana was a team that I always was high on. I loved the Hoosiers. And I thought watching Victor Oladipo play in the regular season that they had the potential to do some damage.
0: He got a lot better over the years at Indiana. Yeah. And, and now, it's, now he's, it's he's been great a really good NBA player. It's been great watching him develop his
2: game throughout the years as well. Um, who, who am I forgetting here?
0: Oh. Y- you didn't go position by position, did you? Because you just no, named a couple am No, I'm going, guards.
2: I'm going uh, point guards. I guess I'll go sh- my other shooting guard now. Luke Hancock from Louisville. Probably one of the nicest and most consistent three-point shooters. Another guy who has a national championship. Um, I loved watching Louisville play, and he was, like, one of the guys that, in my opinion, got no credit in that national championship team. That
0: yeah. was the Kevin Ware year, right? The Kevin Ware the injury yeah. Kevin happened, Smith, and then they, they P- beat P- Michigan, P- Siva. and they Ch- no longer have that national championship anymore. Well, oh, yeah, they do. I,
2: I forgot. It's vacated. So, yeah, Luke Hancock, a guy who almost won a national championship. Great shooter, and uh, you know I, I have an affinity for the three ball. If you can stroke it from deep, I'm about it. So you kind
0: of look like Luke Hancock a little bit. You think? A beard? yeah, the beard. Going I got a little and the beard, short hair a beard on top. gut, too. So all right.
2: Um, rounding out my my top five, Dougie McBuckets. You gotta love Creighton. Okay. Uh, he's another guy who could just score basically at will. It seemed like he was putting up ridiculous numbers when he was in college. Um, unlike this, some of these some of these guys like Victor Oladipo, his scoring has not really translated to the NBA. But watching Creighton play uh, with with Doug McBuckets as their best player was just aw- awesome. I love the fact that his dad was his coach too, and Creighton's another team that I probably picked with my heart, and I picked I picked them to go far in the tournament, and it ended up uh, coming back and biting me.
0: And I told both of you guys before the show that I had uh, Doug McDermott on my honorable mention list, so. Tom, it's your time to prove me right or wrong about two St. John's players. You're wrong about St.
1: John's. I have one St. John's player, uh, and I'll start off with him, Dwight Hardy, a classic. I have no idea who that is, by the way. The year he broke out was 2010-2011, and that was like – I mean, I'd always watched college basketball, but that was the first season I kind of became like a fanatic about it because St. John's is like 15 minutes maybe from my house, so I – like. Rooted for St. John's hard that season, and that's when they had that awesome season. I think they ended up being a six seed, and they lost to Gonzaga as an eleven, or were they an eleven? I think no, I think they were the six. Sounds like Uh, research you should have done. They were like (laughs) ranked in the top twenty-five, and Dwight Hardy had like so many big shots that year. The one that sticks out was a baseline shot against uh, against Pittsburgh. It was like he had a layup and then put it in kind of like backwards from right on the baseline. It was an awesome shot. He had big. Big shot after big shot. My profile picture, actually, on oh, Facebook at one point was a St. John's 12 jersey. He was number 12. Oh, at it least wasn't it wasn't twice. a picture of him. No, well that would have been really bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a, it was just a picture of the 12 jersey. Could
0: you imagine if it was just his shirt and tie photo that's listed on the, the roster? <laughs> that would page? Have been a crazy move. I mean,
1: it's crazy enough. Like people have, I used to have like Robinson Cano as my profile. Like I know Instant that was like, a deny thing.
0: the request if it's a picture of. Yeah, you would have thought he died or something. You have his jersey <laughs> yeah. as your profile picture. Would you put a little ribbon next to it? Well, it kind too? of
1: just looked like a St. John's jersey. Like, it didn't say Hardy, but, like, yeah, it was his jersey. He should right. have
0: probably got some royalties from that.
1: uh All right. Next up, you guys knew I was going to have uh, this guy on here, Tyler Eulis. That's my guy. This one is like, I can't really explain it. <laughs> I just liked him. uh The first year he was at Kentucky, they went, that was the year they were like 38 or whatever. Went to the Final Four, lost to Wisconsin, and he came back the next year. And him and Jamal Murray were the best backcourt in the country that year. Basically, they lost to Indiana in the second round. I remember I was just landed in Florida. I was driving from the airport to my grandma's house, streaming that uh, Kentucky-Indiana game in the back of the rental car, rooting hard for Tyler Uless, and they ended up losing that game. Do you remember the date? It's 2016, probably like Mar- March 19th, 2016 would be my guess. We'll have to I know it check was a that. Saturday.
0: I, f- I feel like most people that would have Tyler Eulis in their five, their starting five, remember hashtag section five for student section on Twitter for this little exercise we're doing. I feel like most people that would have Tyler Eulis would be short. Basketball players that felt inspired well, by short. him, and you're neither of those things.
2: You're you're well, not tall, and you're also not, not, not a basketball yeah. player. I mean, I am
1: six foot. I don't know why I said that, but I would be sure for being a basketball player.
2: Yeah, but he's even, he's shorter, even shorter than, than you. you. So,
0: and, uh, and he's a best. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I feel like most people that would pick there, him would have the some way, type of By the way, here's St. John's 12 jersey.
1: As the, uh, <laughs> that guys, was your profile, profile picture, picture on yeah. Facebook. Zero likes, zero
2: comments. Now's probably a good time to delete. <laughs> no, it.
0: that's like one that like an aunt or an uncle
2: comments. Oh, and, and, says, and I also nice. this one
1: just said St. John's. Also zero likes, zero Wait, comments. it's even
0: crazier that you still have those up on your Facebook profile? Like you didn't go back and delete them? Nah, whatever. Oh, f- <laughs> I'm going to bombard that with comments later. <laughs> um... All right,
1: where were we? All right, so t- yeah, Tyler, you listen- out of college, I was like, this guy's going to be the next Steph Curry. He actually has been decent in the NBA. The next Steph Curry is a bit of an overstatement, though. All right, next up, you know I had to do it to him. My boy, Clinton Hooker, the guy, North Let's Dakota go. Fighting Hawks. For those that don't know, last year, first year of the podcast, uh, we picked five teams each. That we're just going to follow all year long i basically like randomly just picked the north dakota fighting hawks for no reason outside of i just think north dakota is a funny state North Dakota ended up going on a magical run to the NCAA any They lost to Arizo- Arizona. They basically won
0: because Arizona was paying their players. So North Dakota right. technically so North Dakota technically, wins. technically went to the Final Four yeah, last year. Yeah. And we
1: we emailed their SID at, at UND, and they were like, "Yeah, hey, we'll have them on." So we interviewed Quentin Hooker. He was our first ever guest. We had like eight more players this year, but Quentin Hooker will always be our first ever guest. Uh, so special place in the heart. And I know he's playing overseas right now. We know he's listening. and he we was know the, he's listening. And
0: Quentin Hooker was the mid-major player of the year last year. And now their guy Gino, who's in the backcourt for them, I, I think his last name—I don't know C- how it's pronounced—Crandall. Crandall. Yeah. Okay, so Gino Crandall, go vote for him because he's in the finals of the same thing that That's Quentin still going won, on? and it's still going now. And he's—I think he—he's still in the final. So go on Twitter, vote for that. And while you're at it, do your five players hashtag Section Five.
1: All right. Next up, I got Mario Chalmers from Kansas. This is just one specific reason. I don't remember. Also, my lineup, as you can Mario tell, Mario
0: Chalmers should be nowhere near the basketball. <laughs> he
1: would be. I would have a very small lineup if we were doing this as like a, a it's a section five. But if this was a starting five. This would be a very small. Lineup. But Mario Chalmers, and I, I've explained before how I always root for Kansas. I'm gonna say I'm a Kansas fan, but I root for Kansas because 2008 tournament. I was in sixth grade. It was last year. I was at my elementary school. Every year, every class in the grade from like pre-K to sixth grade. Would get a every class in the school would get a NCAA tournament team. Sixth graders got the one seeds, fifth graders got the two seed, so on and so forth. We were the one seed. We got Kansas, and the winner got an extra gym class. And Mario Chalmers, the Kansas, they beat Steph Davidson, uh, Steph Curry at Davidson that year. Uh, Mario Chalmers hit the game tying three. At the end of OT against Memphis, after the Derrick Rose missed free throw, forced overtime. Kansas won at an extra gym class, and we played European handball, which is the greatest game of all time. I don't know if why ever is played. the
0: prize an extra gym class? Like that's not even that good. Yeah, it was
1: literally like forty minutes of enjoyment. And I also mean, what the else fact you that want?
0: you like no Mario Chalmers so much because he got you just an extra gym class. I mean, you don't you don't owe him anything.
1: You, you don't, don't even
2: you don't even like yeah. going to the gym though.
1: No, I don't like going to the gym, but I hate going to. The, I don't go to the gym, but that gym class. I mean, like, I, and also yeah. I was like twelve or eleven, in better, way better shape. European it, handball was the greatest game of all time.
0: We don't have time to. Explain I would pay
2: money to watch you
0: play that. Do you know what it is? It is it just like no. handball where you throw it into the goal? That's it. Kind of, yeah. Like but like, the
1: you, can, you can only take three steps, and then you got to yeah, pass. it's, oh, it's, it's
2: in like like the Olympics. Olympic Frisbee, but with a handball. It's in the Olympics. kind of. Yeah, it's, it's an awesome. Olympic sport. Okay. I, is that your five? How many? No, I one have
1: one more spot, and I'm kind of cheating here. But basically, they're the same player, Fred Van Vliet and Ron Baker, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. as one, pick as none, the last player on my Mount Rushmore. I might do the same. I have one that could go both ways. Like I that. loved I just, Wichita State, and everyone knows they, they were the same. They were both guards. They were there for the same times. Like they, they had all the big moments together. Fred Van Vliet, Ron Baker, classic Wichita State teams. Love my Shockers. Uh, and then should I go honorable mentions? Or yeah, you guys can that?
0: both just fire off your honorable let's, mentions let's, if you let's want. Let's
2: each give two honorable mentions. All right, Grace. And no, Allen. Wait, wait. Uh, you I, want me to wait till I'm
0: done mine, then we'll all wrap up the show with a couple honorable yeah, mentions. Yeah, like sure, that, sure. I like that. So you just gave one, but you have one left. Maybe you can come up with. Well, with I have two more than one. While we wait, so you got you gave like four guards each, right? I think I have four guards. I
1: have every guard, every player I listed was a guard.
0: So I I have four guards in mine, and I'm very surprised that between James Decker, Dan Diorio, and Tom Scabelli, I don't know if I should be surprised. Nobody has JJ Redick. Come on, that's like the easiest he's pick of so all time for not the Duke
2: one that I would have picked. It would have been like Jason Williams or Christian Laettner uh, or, you know. Well, you're like
0: boys with J. Will, but yeah, anyway. not to brag. Anyway, J.J. Redick, I mean, a guy so hated by so many fan bases, especially Maryland. Everyone in Durham loved him. Unbelievable shooter. He still is for the Sixers. Show you love. They're oh, playoff why. bound. I was Real- trying to think of why you <laughs> picked him. He actually did a uh, – he let – Uh, The Uninterrupted, I think, follow him around during free agency this summer and really interesting about how he ended up with the Sixers. Obviously, a a huge contract plays a big role in that. But ever since Duke, I loved uh, J.J. Redick and I was like eight or nine years old playing youth basketball. My coach saves the jerseys. We're we're going ready for our first game. He goes, I know what number you want. He knew like my family and I were big Duke fans or whatever, and now Villanova fans, of course. I was going to say, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> um, he goes, I know you want number four for J.J. Reddick. And I go, yeah, and Nate Robinson. But <laughs> Nate Robinson won't make my list, obviously, for college. But I liked Nate on the Knicks and J.J. Reddick. did Nate Redick. Robinson go to college? Uh, Washington. Huskies. Uh, just like Sixer. Markel Fultz. Anyway, J.J. Uh, Redick, big time, number one pick for me in my section – 5 lineup. Jimmer Fredette, just glanced over this one, was on mine as well. Dan, you, you had Jimmer as well, so half the section likes number 32 at BYU. Jameer Nelson is my third pick because that O four 4 was that the 2004 or 2005 tournament, him and Delonte West? I think it was the 0-4 you know how it 04, changes that once right. New Year's happens? And oh, that's, the, how, the yeah, that's how the years work? Yeah, oh. that's uh, how the years work. I went to camp at St. Joe's when I was younger a few times and got a ball signed by Jameer Nelson. So You're St. Joe's guy. 2004 guy, National, National player, player of the guy. Year. Yeah, so Jameer Nelson, I could do the combo pick like you had with uh, Van Vliet and Baker. I could do the Jameer Nelson-Delante West that's fair. combo pick. They were undefeated regular season. Awesome team under Phil Martelli. And St. Joe's should be pretty good next season as well, but plenty of off-season episodes to talk about that. This is my my random, my most random pick probably. Kevin Durant in the lone season that he played at Texas. That's a weird pick. I so the reason I picked Kevin Durant in this is because that was the 07 NCAA tournament. They were a 4 seed. And I think every year since 2007 I've picked a 4 seed pretty a four-ish seed to go to the final four, and Kevin Durant's Texas team was the first 4 seed that I got super hyped up about when the bracket came out and said they're coming out easily. The last couple of years, it's been Iowa State. I feel like, and they always lose in the first yeah. or second round. And UAB. Kevin Kevin Durant's Texas team lost to USC in the second round of the uh, the two thousand seven tournament. I mean, he was the Player of the Year in the country as a freshman, and I think yeah, I mean, he's, he's incredible. The only, but it's just like, I think he's like, the only person to ever do that.
1: Yeah. It was just—I don't know—it's just weird. Like it's like, oh yeah, Ben Simmons is like my favorite
2: yeah, ever. Yeah, like Kyrie at Irving played yeah. four games
0: for Duke. Well, Kevin Durant—I feel like he like invented that. Like he not invented. Well, he was like that was that dunk, was one of the
1: first years where you had to go to college.
0: Yeah, so that was why I was like really attached to it. It's not necessarily fair enough. These are guys that I just watched more than others. I feel like, and I was like must watch C- TV to see Kevin Durant play at Texas. Okay. And then rounding out mine, I don't know if you'll even know who this is. I know we were stumped on two or three of James Decker's picks. Brett Comer. Nope. The point mm. guard number zero of the Florida Gulf Coast no. Dunk City Eagles when they beat Georgetown. I was there, not to brag. In 2014, they were a 15 seed. No, it was 2013. 13. So and I was in Italy. The Dunk City team, uh, Chase Feeler and a few other guys. Um, I forget their Sherwood, I Sherwood I Brown, for... Sherwood Brown, but my pick is Brett Comer, the point guard. Just type in Dunk City highlights, and he's number zero, throwing no look lobs in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Unbelievable college guard, unbelievable March hero for Florida Gulf Coast. And now, because we've gotten pretty far into this episode, it is honorable mention time. I have a bunch. Can I just? Li- I'm just gonna list all, all right, mine. Go, and see go. if you guys have any more. I know we said two each, but Ben Hansborough, Notre Dame. Kevin Pitznagel, West Virginia, who James had. Scotty Reynolds, Villanova, probably should have cracked mine. Big shot against Pitt in Boston in 2004 to go to the Final Four. That was but you this- were a Duke
1: fan then? Duke uh, fan, both.
0: Right? both. Luke Herringote, Notre Dame. I was actually a Notre Dame fan back then. Ben Hansborough <laughs> and Luke Herringote were my guys. Doug McDermott made my honorable mention list. TJ Sorrentine from the parking lot makes my honorable mention list. This is a big one. AC Law the Fourth. Do you guys remember him from Texas AM? That was my guy. I used to collect AC Law the Fourth NBA trading cards.
2: I'd never that's heard great. of him.
1: What do you think is a bigger like psychopath move? That or Decker DMing whoever that guy was on Twitter. Well <laughs> just he to he, ask was, him about shoes he said he so was he gonna give him,
2: to him free shoes. I mean that's a good reason. No, he didn't want the reason. shoes though, it's just like I just want to talk to us. Yeah, this guy. but he doesn't know that.
0: No. Anyway, They're the trading crazy. cards thing, I don't even know what NBA teams AC Law played for. I'll have to double check that after the show. But you know how some like announcers are like, oh, I grew up broadcasting this video game on my TV when they do like podcasts and stuff? My thing was I would open a pack of NBA cards and then with whatever guys I got, I would just pretend to be them and like broadcast the shots. And I would shoot on like a nerf hoop as AC Law the Fourth. So he still not <laughs> not fond enough memories. I must not have made enough shots for him to get into my section five. And then rounding it out, Tyus not Tyus, Taylor battle the old point guard from penn state before T- penn state was okay. back in the nit mix like they were this past year winning it all so those are my honorable mentions let's hear who you
2: guys have all right i don't know if you guys know who this is Devonte gardner former center for the marquette golden eagles no idea he's one of the biggest college basketball players i've ever seen and i'm not talking about height um i just really enjoyed watching him run up and down run up and down the court um yeah, he, he's, he's a he's a big gr- uh, grit guy, you know. He leaves it all on the floor. He reminds me of Draymond Green, very similar play style. Um, moving on, another point guard that I loved, Aaron Kraft from yeah. Ohio State. Uh, I hated him, though. He's a guy that's name will be in a lot of he's people's just tweets. A th- he was a thrill to watch. Fundamental guy. He did everything pretty well. Moving on, I got Ron Baker. I know Tom had Ron Baker. And um, Fred
0: VanVleet together.
2: We mentioned Jay Williams already, but I felt – I had to pick him as. That's
0: one that's too far before our time. Yeah.
2: No, yeah, I disagree.
1: Do you remember watching him play?
2: No, but I mean, I remember watching him play. Uh, I we, don't like that pick. From we you. played um, <laughs> horse at at the Barclays Center before the ACC tournament. Oh, together. so that's a good enough reason for me. Fair enough. And also, I feel bad like he he had a great he had great potentially a great success in college, and unfortunately, it didn't happen in the NBA. But you got to give him respect. He played well, so. Tyler Olander, I don't know if you guys know who that is. I know is. that, kind of. What team? He played. He was the last man off the bench for UConn. Played okay. four years and won two national championships. So people forget that. Uh, shout-out to Tyler yeah. Olander. Also, while we're on the topic of <laughs> Tylers, i got to give a shout-out to my boy and uh, student section favorite, Tyler Trillo of Arizona. All right. Yeah, um, yeah there really on. are no
0: guidelines here for yeah, anyone are, out there these listening. These are like it's, your favorite players that don't you Don't go like on it. Google and type in, oh, best college basketball players of all time. It's not best. It's not really anything. It, it's favorite, and it could be your favorite for whatever reason. It could be your favorite because they right. were good, like Kevin Durant, or it could be your favorite because you know them, like Tyler Trillo or Jay Williams. Or or right. Hooker. Another yeah.
2: guy rounding out my honorable mentions is Andrew Nicholson, uh, former St. Bonaventure Bonnie. Had it not been for Andrew Nicholson backpacking his team into the NCAA tournament, I would never have gone to St. Bonaventure. So he put the school on the map, and he, d- he played and great. And then went to your nets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He played on he the was, nets.
0: What pick by the magic we established this when we called their game this year? I
2: believe he was. A
0: lottery pick. He snuck into the lottery, I think. Or did he fall to 20 or something? No, I can't remember no, what we decided.
2: No, no. He was like 14, I think. Let's see. I was gonna, I'm going to guess twelve. Twelve. Stay tuned. One
1: second. One second. Nineteen. Wow,
2: I thought it was lower, but anyway, yeah, yeah, he he was he was great in college. Another guy who didn't really the success didn't translate to the NBA, but definite definite respect for him. So all
1: right, right, Tom. Tom. So I had Grayson Allen. He was was actually in it, and then I knocked him out for the Wichita State boys. But Grayson Allen's up there. I know. I just I don't know Grayson Allen. Like you gotta love him. He's just so hateable. No, you don't. (laughs) He's just such a good villain. Like he. Was a part of so many great college basketball storylines over the past four years, winning the national championship, getting comp- going viral for looking like Ted Cruz, all the <laughs> tripping stuff, then turning into like a legitimately good player, like just like a brat. Like you just you gotta you gotta respect all everything he brought to the
0: what game. What an absolute savage move by the producers of One Shining Moment to put in his missed shot at the end of regulation from this year's tournament against Kansas that uh, just rimmed out. They put yeah. that in one shining moment. You Savage. don't see missed shots like that very often in
2: there. Everyone um, was rooting. If you're not a Duke fan, you're rooting for that shot to rim out anyway. So. I
0: actually listened to that game on the radio. Great call by Kevin Kugler on Westwood One. Quick quick plug right there. All
1: right, so I have him and I have Trey Burke from Michigan simply because I that was the only year I've ever won my bracket pool, and it was strictly because I picked Michigan to get to the Final Four uh, and I had Louisville winning it. So he his like big tournament obviously helped me. I've got Hashim to beat from UConn. He was just Ooh. a beast. I just thought an of him, absolute beast. I was going to th- add him. I
0: thought of him when we when James said he went by position because I feel like he would have been in as a oh, center. He'd be really all he, all he, all I was him, thinking man. the yeah. same thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And uh, and then it's my last one I have as an hour bench. And this one, well, I'll give a quick shout-out to God's Gift to Chew it. David Pampanato was here watching with us. Was like, is he going to be on there? Just the greatest name in college basketball history. Another St. John's guy. God's Gift to Chew Then this last one is probably my most random one that I can't explain Denzel Valentine from Michigan
0: State. Was he? I like, just like. Was him. he involved with the Loyola Chicago team this year? He, he was not,
2: no. He was he actually was like, wearing the. the
1: no, shirts. he just. I respected the hell out of that move. Like he just put on Loyola stuff and sat there. Because isn't he in the NBA? He, yeah, he just hates Michigan. Like just because he went to Michigan uh, State, yeah. he just hates Michigan uh, and put on Loyola. I was gonna Chicago say like
0: I'm pretty stuff. sure he was on the Bulls. He's still. On, I guess he's still on the Bulls. Yeah, he is. Yeah, the Bulls are uh, not doing well. So,
1: but that's not. I mean, I don't care about him now. But for some reason, I just always liked him at Michigan State.
0: I think we're going to we're gonna wrap up here in, in a minute. I think the age gap is really going to show. If you tweet in hashtag section five, older people are going to have way different picks. I five, feel like, the
1: number five, right?
0: Yeah, the number five. Hashtag section five. You can find us on Twitter at studentsecpod, S-E-C-P-O-D. We'll be tweeting out the, the our picks from this episode as well, and the link to the episode, it'll come out on, what's today, Monday? We're recording this Monday night. It'll come out on Tuesday sometime in the morning or afternoon the age gap's going to be interesting. I think our era though, just to kind of wrap this up, is a good good era of college basketball. Yeah, I mean, for it's sure. our when we started getting into it, it was the villains. It was JJ Redick's time to be a villain and we come full circle now this year with Grayson Allen's career wrapping up. The last guy I was going to say in the same light as uh Kevin Durant being on my list. James mentioned it too, Chris Paul when he was at Wake Forest. I wanted to put Chris Paul on here, but I didn't get to see him play in person cuz I was at the ACC tournament and he actually was suspended for the game I was supposed to see Wake Forest play, the first round of the ACC tournament, for punching Julius Hodge, let's just say, below the belt of NC State. So Julius Hodge and Chris Paul, two blasts from the past, but he didn't do enough. I didn't get to see him play live, so Kevin Durant slid into that spot for me. And then parting thoughts here, just as we enter the offseason full swing, I don't know how often we're going to record, but we're going to try to do as much as possible and keep this going. And I think people should just get in now, if they're not already on our Twitter, follow us and just We'll be posting stuff, hopefully maybe get some guests. We did most of our interviews in the offseason last year, so I think we're going to keep this thing going. Uh, we're already two, two full college basketball seasons in now to the student section podcast.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. This could be our last ever podcast as college students, right? Next time we do, I mean, I don't, maybe we'll do one by the end of the school year. I don't know what it would be about. Yeah, we don't really have a schedule planned breaks. out yet. I
0: think most people just do transfers and coaching stuff, and we probably, we didn't even do one. To talk about the games, the results of the NCAA right. tournament. I mean, we're everyone not, does that. That's we're not, yeah, we're not mainstream. Too boring, yeah. We're not mainstream college basketball podcasters. But if, what
1: other college basketball podcast doesn't talk about the NCAA tournament? I mean, oh,
0: everyone
2: watched it. Why do we yeah, need to recap exactly. the games? Well,
0: we previewed it, and that was a, a, yeah. probably it was an hour long, and people probably listen to five minutes at a time with the attention spans these days. So we'll just just space it out if we these do a long episode. Millennials, man. All right, that's that's all for this episode and stay tuned follow us on twitter at student sec pod for our latest updates about when our next episodes are going to be thanks again to james decker for hopping on the phone to go over his favorite college basketball players of all time and for dandy orio and tom scabelli and our one-man audience tonight of david Spampinato here in the studio i'm matt murphy be a fan of the student section